everyone. This is Sarah. And this is Rob. We're on first name basis <laughs> with are. you listeners. And this, is- <laughs> 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 this is How Much Do We Love, episode 62. I forgot to tell you, I thought I would just say Sarah this time. Well, thanks. <laughs> and I went with it. They, and this they, is Rob. They know who we are. They know who we are. Hey. It's on it. It's on our logo. It is. Well, hi everybody. Hey. <laughs> so, um it was a holiday weekend this past yes. weekend and I did what a lot of people did this weekend and it's our first topic. How much do we love road trips? Love them. Right, you kind of hate them, but you also love them, right? Yes. There's, there's yes. elements of, wow, this isn't fun, but there's something exciting about it. Now, I it, Oh, go ahead. If you haven't been on one in a while, I I definitely grew up taking family vacations in the car, and mm-hmm. for a while I toured with um, a theater group that was like every week we were it was like an eight hour drive. So oh goodness, yeah, that was a bit much. But but now I do get to a point where I was like, gosh, I haven't had a really good road trip in a long time, even if it's just like a couple hours. I'm like, it would be nice to yeah. roll the windows down and put on some good Fire music and tunes. just drive, like get out of the city. Well, that's what I did. I mean, I have to say, road trips are more fun with fun people. I was by myself, but I went down to Los Angeles to visit some darling friends of mine, and it's not that, it's about five and a half hours. I got stuck in some traffic, some holiday weird traffic, so that was unfortunate. Although it did allow me to see a coyote. Ooh. I was in this sort of farm road in bumper to bumper traffic, and I sort of looked to my left, and there's a field, and I thought, what the hell is that? It was a coyote. coyote. And I'd gotten a new camera, which I happened to be in my purse, so I whipped it out and took a picture. No. You can't really see that it's a coyote, but it oh. was. Was it around sundown? No. It was the middle okay. of the day. Just hanging out, coyote. Just skulk. He was sort of skulking. Skulking? He had sort of a, a skulking a gait. A skulk about him? <laughs> he was a bit of a skulker. Skulker. A skulker. I. So. I remember, though, taking road trips with my with my parents, Jungle March and Bird Dock, to mm-hmm. our place in Florida for my entire life with my sister in the back seat. How um, long of a drive is that? Well, it's funny because now it's about 10 hours. Back then it was about 14. They wow. did They did change. They did put in another stretch of interstate, so it did cut off a big chunk. But, you know, now you don't have to stop with the swiney kids every two hours and let them run around yeah. at the road stop. But my sister and I, who are very close, we you could not cross that imaginary line. Mm-mm. Mom, Carrie's on my side. You know, um, her foot the- is on my side. Her <laughs> my sister would my say, <laughs> "Mom, Robbie won't stop looking at me." <laughs> right. Don't I remember. Me- <laughs> I remember honestly being like. Five and having like that thing like Christina Crawford does in Mommy Dearest. Like my sister would do that, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, burning! Like, come on, how can you, you cut me some slack? He's <laughs> looking at me again. <laughs> you know what, Mar- Marvin and Doris? What their big trick was though for the road trips? What? Cut the air conditioning. Oh, would that make you go to sleep? We all would go to sleep, and then once <laughs> we were sound asleep, my mom would roll the windows back up and turn the air on. <laughs> That's good. That's how I know, like, I'm I'm big about this when I'm in theater shows and it's hot in the 
house, like uh-huh. it's not in the theater. Right. You can see people falling asleep, and I will come back and like yell at the stage manager. I'm like, and it's not even because I'm sweating on stage. I'm like, you can't have a warm place. People will fall asleep. Right. It the, must be cold. The play is not good to them. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just it's, you can't concentrate. Yeah. Wah, wah, That's why, like at David Letterman, they keep it like 43 degrees. See, and he's funny. He's hilarious because it's so damn cold. Now, did you have regular activities that you guys always did as kids on yes. the road trip? What did you? My guys mom do? had uh, my mom had auto bingo. Oh, there were little bingo cards that you know had the little sliding red things. Yes, and they would have things on them like graveyard, deer, stop sign, and if you saw it, you got to mark it off on your board. Uh oh, mute button. Hello. <laughs> Mute what? button. Am I back? You're back. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's okay. Um, mute button. I told an amazing story and you all missed it. I thought you were just so in awe of the auto bingo oh, that that's... you had been struck silent by it. <laughs> A graveyard? <laughs> what? Nothing. Auto bingo? I never heard of such a thing. <laughs> you kids had all the luck. High quality technical performance here at How Much We Love Studios, a.k.a. my sofa. Um, no, so what we didn't have the auto bingo, but we would play the license plate game where you had to see how many different states you yeah, could find license plates for. And we also did a lot of Mad Libs, which mm. frankly are still fun today. Very fun. Have you done Mad Libs lately as an adult? Entertaining. Uh, but another thing that we would do, which I... <laughs> We would always have, you know, coloring books or books with puzzles in them, you know, different sort of soft cover, you know, that kind of book, Mm -hmm. right? It's sort of like a magazine cover. It's bound, but it's soft and like a coloring book. Wait. Yeah. We would take the inside cover and write, hi, in really big letters. And then my Mm -hmm. sister and I would turn around and hold it up out the, up to the back window to see if we could get the people behind us to wave. Right. And then when they would wave, we would giggle and get embarrassed and slump back down again. And actually, one time, we started doing that, and there were some other kids, and they sent us a note, showed us a note back, and we mm-hmm. ended up writing back and forth until we, and then we agreed, you know, my parents, and you know, I don't know, we were little, but my parents at that point, we talked to them long enough that we all got off at the same rest stop and then met them. <laughs> Oh, which now I'm thinking, what if they were crazy weird, people? Right. But the thing that is still part of my family's vernacular today is that the piece, every now and then you would hold, you know, we're two adorable children with our mop tops and our, you know, adorableness holding up a sign that says hi and waiting expectantly for you to smile and wave at us. Sometimes people would, wouldn't. Yeah. And those people we called stern heads. <laughs> Sternheads, and actually, we st- we still use that term. We'll be like, "Ugh, it was a total sternhead at the Safeway." Oh, I love it, sternhead. So I would love to try to work that into the vocabulary of America. I love it, along with shop for shoes. Shop for shoes is so good. Yeah, sternhead. We had a CB radio in our oh, nice. in our Dodge Aspen um, wagon that had wood paneling on the side. Love and it. We were all. Um, I remember the three children were um, called Papa Bear, Mama Bear, and Baby Bear. <gasps> those were your and handles. Those were our handles, and I was that would make me Baby Bear because I was the littlest. Love it. 
And my mom ha- had like had done like this activity box for me, which mm-hmm. now I've realized was a metal cake pan that had a sliding lid <laughs> went over it. But to, but I have bumper stickers from all over the place, like Branson. Uh, hey, I went to Jesus seventy eight. Like it was always like weird, like Christian vacation <laughs> things that my parents drug me to. But but. <laughs> But at one time I left all my crayons <laughs> in it in the car and it like made just like a mold oh, of no. rainbow delight. I love it. That's what makes yeah. one big crayon though. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But there's something, uh, the ultimate road trip I ever took was uh, the summer after I graduated from college. I took a road trip with my best friend from high school for about three weeks and we drove across the country. Totally wow. freewheeling and fancy free, and and we went from Atlanta over to like the Four Corners, Arizona, New Mexico, Utah, Colorado, you know, the Southwest, and we visited some friends along the way, and we just kind of winged it, and we had such a good time. We still have crazy stories from there, and you know, America's so ridiculously huge that you can, you know drive for a day and then it looks like you're in a completely different country and that was really fun i'd never been out to the southwest before and i'd never seen the desert and i you know i'd never seen um uh crazy like monument valley and all that stuff and it just blew my mind it was also just you know we're 22 and on a road trip and it was so fun and we we just took lots of pictures and there's just something really uh did you have a cassette deck back then we did. We do, did you have CDs? Uh, we may have had CDs. Well, I'm trying to think. Have. We were in, I think we were in my Honda Accord. And okay. I don't think I had a CD player in there. I don't know. I did it. I had one. I had little, like a disc man that you could use the cassette adapter. Yeah, the adapter. <laughs> but I don't believe we I had I saw CDs. one of those cassette adapters today at Target for your iPod. I'm like, who owns an iPod but yet still drives something that takes cassettes? I do. Somebody does. I do. I'm not, you do not. Well, my well, no, my my. I don't have Your an. Your sob did. Your t- sob my had sob a had a cassette and a CD player, and that's what my car now has, <laughs> Betty Betty Passat. And but I don't have an auxiliary input, so my only options mm. are either the cassette thing or an FM transmitter. And the FM transmitter is a pain in the ass. You know what? So the I have FM- the cassette, but you know, most of the time I listen to talking and podcasts, so the quality isn't that big a deal. It's not music. We that what I was um, <laughs> shopping for today is that we just got a new car. You did, which is very exciting. Wait, we'll save a, that for a whole new show. How much we it, have a new car? You don't need. I I've never been in one. I it, it was like I was is sitting it new? in it like actually yeah. new. Wow. I, and I've never the, like my family doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Like we just it's like they just don't. Yeah. And um. And I've always heard people talk about new car smell, which to me was always known as rental car smell. Because <laughs> which that's is also known smell. as old cigarette smell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we um, we have an exo- um, a auxiliary in mm-hmm. line, and it's the first time we've you know we've had anything that's that fancy. So nice. I love it. So we're getting ready for a big road trip. Our good friend Allison, who actually was a topic on How Much Do We Love? Yes. Uh, she's getting married next, on June 9th to um, wonderful Gavin from the UK. And we're going to do a little road trip to Valparaiso, Indiana. Oh, Valparaiso. That's not that yeah. far. No, it's not that bad. But it'll be, it'll feel, going to Indiana feels like you're all of a sudden in the country. Yes, definitely. Are you going to take Mad Libs? 
I don't know. I, I'm excited about it because there's going to be a bunch of us from Chicago going, of oh, course. Even all the more reason to take Mad Libs. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I love Mad and we're, Libs. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make everyone have a family party like we do. <gasps> yes! We're going to do the, Wheat Thins and, and probably cheese. not... Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably not the Seven Up. We'll probably do beer. But yeah, it'll, it'll you could be do Seven party. Up and Absolute Pears. Oh, delicious! That, that would be the that would be the f- adult family party. That sounds speaking dirty. of Don't Absolute Pear. No, we're not going to call it that. <laughs> speaking of of Absolute Pears, mm-hmm. uh, we got an amazing letter from our listener Eric, who finally identified it himself as one of our listeners from Sweden. Remember people I said, who are all the people from around the world who listen to this darn show? I know there's some people in Sweden downloading. Well, he finally and wrote to us. He here's, here's some excerpts from his letter. He said, Hey, Sarah and Rob, my name's Eric. I'm a longtime listener all the way from Sweden. I guess I must have listened all the way from the start because I heard about the show from Rob when he talked about it on the Daily Purge. Um, unfortunately, I'm the king of procrastination, or maybe that should be queen. <laughs> so this is my first email to you. Um, but then he went on to talk about absolute pairs. And he's like, I know that Rob has already talked about how much he loves it. Um, and I can agree. It's so good. It reminds me of some sort of candy from my childhood or mm-hmm. ice cream. I really can't place it. But it doesn't it have a nice reminder of your childhood and a buzz? <laughs> <laughs> Two of my favorite things. <laughs> Hello. And then it says, anyway, love your show, and I'm looking forward to many more in the future. In the future, if you have any... This is going to be useful right here. Oh, yeah. If you have any questions about Swedish stuff, like meatballs, <gasps> or dessert... Di- di- I can't say it. What is it? Deciphering. Oh, okay. Why can't I say That's the word? That's a good word to not yeah, be able, able to that happens. I know. I have that happen to me all the time where words all of a sudden dance around on the page. I'm like, I... What the... Anyway deciphering weird ikea names send mm. me an email and i'll give you a swede's perspective on it your listener and friend eric eric how would you feel if we started a new segment called ask eric the swede any listeners <laughs> <laughs> i'm making this up right now because how much do we love international listeners if you That's have a question awesome. about sweden send it to us and we will get an answer from eric eric the swede eric do you mind i don't think you do I don't think he does either. He's Excellent. drafted. Awesome. I the love first it. thing I want to know is why is it called absolute pairs with an S? Why, instead why of just not pair? just a pair? Did I have I? I don't know if I've talked on the show about this since you because I tried it after you told me about it and holy yes. crap! It so even sm- the smell of it makes me happy. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, it's good. All right. So uh, and th- we're moving on to this is actually a subcategory. While is you're a, on the road a, trip, a spinoff of road trips. How much do we love? The roadside stand. Love it. And most of the time it sells a food item of some kind. Like this yes. this time I was running, I was going through um, cherry and strawberry country. So it was all fresh mm. cherry. It was cherries are in season and straw. they grow a million strawberries in California. Strawberries. And also I went through Gilroy, which is the garlic capital of the world, or at least, Ooh, you know. I've seen that on the internet before. You can, when you're driving through the town, it just smells like garlic. Yummy. Which is pleasant. I'm not Probably not if you live there, but... So good. And I remember one time going to Indiana, I was going down to see a show at, at the theater where we were, where we've both worked. And I remember stopping at this little stand on the way home and buying a thing of blueberries and a thing of peaches. It may have been peaches, but I just remember that these blueberries they were have... about the most delicious, by hands down the best blueberries I've ever had. They were mm-hmm. big. They were like the, you know, sometimes blueberries They're are like a little grapes, mushy. Kind of. Yes. And they had the texture of grapes. 
They were but so they were blue. I, but they were blueberries. That, I think that's a that's kind of like a Northwest Indiana, Michigan thing. Oh, because well, I, you should get them when you go down it, to see Allison. As you were talking about roadside stand, what came to mind immediately? I one time drove up into Michigan to visit um, an ex person's family. <laughs> Yeah, such a complicated life. Yes. Anyway, um, we had to, we had driven up there, and and it was one of those things. It, this wasn't even like a roadside stand. It was literally like someone's pickup with the tailgate down, and there were just vegetables in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's just pull over and see what they have. And they had those big like court um, mm. containers of blueberries, and I bought like two of those, and then I bought like a little. I don't know what the weight is, but I was like a, it was like a little paper shopping basket. Oh yeah. Of like a little paper bag with handles of peaches Mm. and then some sweet corn. Oh, sweet corn. I bought corn that day too. Oh my God. You didn't even have to cook it. Oh my God. It's so good. good. Now. So I got, so I was like, went home and I'm like, what I'm going to do with all this? Cause the blueberries were so good. You could have just eaten them. Mm-hmm. But then I was like making salads and putting blueberries on them. And, oh. but the best thing is I had found this recipe for a raspberry peach, like cobbler slump oh, type sl- thing. And how I, much do we love a slump? Oh yes. And I, I just, about you it. know, used, used blueberries instead. So it was like blueberries and peaches and brown sugar. And then like a big drop ploppy Biscuit, biscuit topping top. on. Oh, you know, I'm gonna say that that time I also made a blueberry peach pie. That's one of my favorite so combos. Good. So good. But I, that's why I guessed peaches because it, it seems mm. like that growing area and the season must be just about the same because it seems like they're always there at the same time. I love the stone fruit. Let's mm. talk about nectarines on a future show. My all-time favorite fruit. So um, it, oh, Oprah made nectarine margaritas today. Oh, on the show. get out. She was like, I was in California this weekend at my place, and I have nectarines all over my property, and oh. my personal chef, you know, wasn't there. She's like, so I was literally like, what am I going to do with all these nectarines? And she's like, so I threw them in the blender and added some tequila and triple sec. Delicious. She garnished it with a mint leaf, and then instead of rimming the glass in just sugar, it was sugar and salt combo. Oh, Oh yes, <laughs> she was like, because she's like, I wanted the salt because it's a because it's a margarita. She's like, but I thought you know the sugar would be good with the fruit. The sugar would be just a tiny. Oh, Mom, I love the nectarine. I love good. the blender drink. All right, so another like uh, and we were talking about you know the roadside stand that you just run across, but then there's also the stands that you see all the time, and and, and um, yes. I just remembered this one because you would. We talked about this, Rob and I talked about this before, and I couldn't think of any, but growing up, we had the tomato man, and he was this, just this guy with a truck on the side of the road, always in the same place in this neighborhood in Atlanta, then that's where we always got our tomatoes, and and for years, because in Chicago, you can't, it's very hard to get a really good tomato in Chicago like I was used to, and every time my parents came up to visit, they would bring me, as long as they were in season, they would bring me a big bag of tomatoes from the tomato man. Mm, So good. I love it. I also like the U-Pick. Well, because some of them, I... Oh yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I have just, a famous just... story of doing I have a famous story of doing a U pick with my mom once though, a strawberry U pick. And it was insane. Did you end up like, covered in chicks? She and I, she and I still the talk ending about of... it that really? it that it was just the most insane thing that we had ever done. Wow. Like because we when I was growing up we had a, a farm. Right. So we had lots of vegetables and my mom was kind of like a super mom back then, like very 
weirdly Martha Stewart and was like canning and cooking and raising kids and blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. And then she, (laughs) we moved to town when I was like in like high school. Mom's like, don't you miss having a strawberry patch? I'm like, I do. And so my mom did some research and found out about this strawberry farm in Southern Minnesota. And we drove from not the really town. Close. <laughs> well, it was like, whatever, two and a half hours away. Uh-huh. But my mom <laughs> got her, her best friend, who was one of those weird, like, super moms who should, who probably is on Ritalin type <laughs> women. And she's like, let's leave at three o'clock in the morning. We'll be there by six. So it, oh, and we picked so much strawberries that, like, we came back and it was like, because you you, not, you pick them all, pay for them all, great, but then you get home and you have everything and you have to <laughs> deal with it right then. It's yeah. Like, what, what am I going to do? Can So you're canning, you're freezing, you're making pies, you're making jelly, you can do everything you can. That's well, last year, Jungle Marge and Bird Doc and I, you with a, we, I bought freaking seven, I picked 70 pounds of tomatoes and it didn't look like that much in the, it, when you are looking at a container of them in, a, in an open, vast space, like a farm. But when they was in my kitchen, it was yeah, like, like holy the balls. size of a twin bed. It was huge. <laughs> I'm still eating those things. Okay, well, another. I'm backing to road trip real quick. One of the things I yes, used to love about road trips was that the care that you would take to make the special road trip mixtape. Absolutely. Did you ever do that? Absolutely. I think I still I have, have those tapes. I I actually and I do it on my iPod. Well, like, now it's ha- it's a breeze. Yeah. Yeah, I have my mix that is like Rob's driving mix. But there's something the- fun about you had to get your records out and you know pick up the needle mm-hmm. and put it back down and you'd make those tapes. So, so fun. good. I love it. I actually just the other day was talking about how I love perfect summertime mixes too. Mm. Like, and I'm always like, what are going to be, what's the summer jam? What, you know, what, what's going to be my mix that I take to the beach? Or if I'm having people over for drinks in the backyard, what's going to, what are the songs? The summer and jam. I was talk- you're so, yeah, st- you're so street. <laughs> I love a summer jam. <laughs> summer jam. I'm like, That's strawberry? Oh no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> But I was talking about it the other day with our mutual friend, Heidi, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know what? I've already got my summer mix already planned, and I'm just going to burn you a copy of it. <laughs> so I love it. Heidi burned me an awesome mix of stuff, and like right away she handed it to me. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad you put something on here from Katie Lang, Invincible Summer, and we were both like, best summer CD of all <gasps> times. Heidi, I can't wait to see you and all the other Chicago people. Can't wait. People, I'm coming to Chicago, end of July. Mark your calendars. Just the whole end of July. I don't know when yet, so block out the whole week. I've already broken in the backyard and tried out my new mojito recipe. We're good to go. Love it. All right, we better move on because we're... Yes. Okay. Next. What's next? The last one. Is this... uh, Well, I think you know what it is? We should do shuffle hostage. Oh, well, that's brief. Yeah, so some friends of mine were it's also... It's so funny. It's funny. It's so, perfect. And it's in keeping with everything we're saying. Well, you know how we love the <laughs> shuffle, right? And you guys sent us your 10 oh, shuffle iPod shuffles. Game. So they were on a road trip together with a big iPod with all of their music on, and they don't necessarily have the same taste in music. And um, they were also driving to Los Angeles, but they were, well, they were going mm. down to Palm Springs, and um, so it was a little bit of a longer drive, and so they would do the iPod shuffle hostage where for an hour they had to put the iPod on shuffle and they couldn't change it. And they also couldn't change the volume, which is my favorite part. (laughs) It's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. So, you know, she was stuck listening to his Les Mis, you know, and he was stuck listening to her, I don't know, Boston or (laughs) 
queen or just something totally random. I just think that's hilarious. That game isn't as much fun by yourself. No. But I enjoy that with a significant other. That would be a good one. Yeah, Doug and I, I'm sure, would have... Because I get in a fight about whose iPod we're even going to put in the car stereo. Yeah. Because I know if his comes on, I'm going to be stuck listening to Leontine Price right. sing something. And he... And he's always like, enough Joni Mitchell, please. <laughs> right. A case of you. I get it. I get it. We get it. You're hurt. <laughs> you can play the dulcimer. Awesome. The iPod is a road trip revelation. You know, it used to be you either had to bring that whole book of CDs or this huge suitcase. The book. Totally You know, the, the, the suitcase. Well, and the book of CDs was a huge step up from having the actual suitcase of cassette tapes. Yeah. Which then were all out of the wrong case, and now you've got your yeah. just your, your iPod or, or your MP3 player. My mom still has the the visor CD rack. Nice. So when she puts down the visor, always about eighteen <laughs> praise and worship CDs <laughs> fall into her lap. <laughs> okay. Um, Last but not least, all things monogrammed. Oh, how much do we love monogram things? I love it. And I I was thinking of this because my birthday was at the beginning of May and my friend David J, who's a loyal listener. By the way, we ne- um, we never said happy birthday on the um on the show. Oh, for me? Yeah, happy birthday. Uh, oh, thanks. I called you. It was fun. <laughs> you did. You were awesome. <laughs> so I don't forgot your I... birthday, remember? Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I just want to go ahead and own up to being the worst friend. Well, so, you know what? The only reason I remembered your birthday is because someone posted about it on the How Much Do You Love forum. And I was like, what? No, you, it is not it, his birthday. And then I looked. If it wasn't for MySpace, I wouldn't know when my own birthday was, I don't think. <laughs> anyway, okay. my friend David got me just really simple note cards that are just like a nice um, cream color, like uh, off-white mm-hmm. with navy blue borders. And then just have my initials rdl in very like classic engraved um nice. blue letters up at the up at the top and that's like this is, who wouldn't want this who well would, i look it, at it i'm like that's the classiest thing ever it's thoughtful too because you know they didn't just stop on the way to your party totally and get it at the walgreens um jungle march sent me some cool monogrammed luggage tags they just have a d on them for davis that's my last that's name awesome. i didn't say it at the beginning of the show this time <laughs> You were saving it for those for those of you joining us for the first time. Uh, my last name starts with D. <laughs> oh, you're too much. But monogram things. Aww. Here's something that it reminded me of. We got a letter from a listener a few months ago that made me howl about so how she used to work at the Lands End outlet, and they would get all of these returned stuff you know were mistaken orders of the stuff that had been monogrammed and then they would buy them because they were like 40 percent off or something it was <laughs> so cheap i remember this because it was always oxford shirts right. which was what the dress code was at cracker barrel when so i was a perfect. cracker barrel waiter <laughs> that's right listeners me a gay man worked at cracker barrel anyway um hash brown casserole so fried apples please for every break I had. I'm like, I'll have fried apples and hash brown casserole <laughs> and a heart attack. But the monogrammed pockets would be covered up by my Cracker Barrel apron. So right. I would I would always go to the Land's End outlet and buy them because they were like $5 or something. Well, and she had... was an employee, right? So she even got a bigger Oh, discount. even better. And she uh, said that she bought her sister a shirt that said Squid Face. 
That's not a monogram. I, apparently someone had ordered. I don't know if someone had ordered it or what, but that reminds me. So this is one of our listeners. Her name is Anna, and she also does a blog that makes me howl with laughter that I thought I would give a plug. It's um, it's a blog of ultra-condensed movie reviews, and you can get to it at ultracondensedmovie.blogspot.com. And that's exactly what it is. Just very, very <laughs> short mu- movie reviews. And they it's really, really funny. She also does a podcast. She does the dialogue and everything from the movies. It's very yeah, funny. Yeah, it's very funny. She also does a podcast with her friend Kelly. Uh, her name is Anna. And it's called Coasting By. And you can get to that at coastingby.blogspot.com. And I actually got a chance to finally listen. I'm so behind on all, listening to all podcasts. I listened to some of them on my way to L.A. and was thoroughly uh, entertained. So you guys should check them out. They're um, two actresses from Wisconsin who one of them moved to New York and one of them moved to L.A. And they're uh, looking for acting work on opposite coasts now and keeping in touch by having a podcast similar to what we do with the keeping in touch via a podcast. So um, check them out. That's good. And I also I got to uh, go out with one of our listeners who's now a friend, our friend Eric here in the Bay Area, and he and I went and got Manny not, Manny Not buddies. Eric the Swede. Not Eric the Swede. I'm not sure what this Eric's original nationality is, but at this point he is American. And um, Eric, we, who enjoys a Manny Petty. We went and had a Manny Petty together. I would have put up a picture of him at the um, salon, and then we Love went it. and had delicious cocktails and tapas. Oh, yummy. And had fun. It was really fun. So, Eric, you're a peach. Um, okay, that's it. You guys, there's still some time to vote for us at the Blogger's Choice Awards. Indeed. And um, just one more little tiny thing to um, kind of a follow-up on things. Um, we want to say a big shout-out and hi to Anne from Homegrown, Wisconsin. Right. She's the She's the CSA coordinator that Doug and I are using. You know, we've talked about CSA, the Community Supported Agriculture Programs, mm-hmm. which all of you can find by going to localharvest.org. Mm-hmm. You can find one in your area. But Anne is the um, CSA coordinator from a farm in Madison called Homegrown Wisconsin. Well, it's like a conglomeration of a couple mm-hmm. different farms. But um, that website is www.homegrownwisconsin.com. And any of our listeners who are in the Chicago area, if you are interested in joining a CSA, this is the one to do. And awesome. um, tell Anne that Rob from The Daily Purge sent you. Um, and how much do we love? <laughs> Wrong podcast. I don't Civil. believe you've talked about community sword agriculture on The Daily Purge, Rob. I have certainly not. We don't talk about vegetables on the Daily (laughs) Bird at all. Hey, you know what? Actually, Anna from Coasting By, she's doing a CSA in New York. Now, I would like to think that she's doing it because she heard about, she heard us talking about it, but she didn't say that. (laughs) I I think that David J said that he was going to try to do CSA as well here in Chicago because I was telling him the pickup points are very, very convenient for all of us who live on the north side. I'm enjoying it. I've been enjoying it for months now. We start in a couple weeks. Exciting. I'm very excited. I've already planted herbs in the backyard to get ready to support my vegetables even more. Delicious. All right. We got to wrap it up. We've been talking forever. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you.